Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Hello, Andrew. Hey there, Edwin. We are continuing on one day after another here in Psalm 77. That is exactly right. We've, we've come to the 16th. Of February? Yes, that's what we've come to. Year of our Lord 2023. It is. It is the 16th. so day four of our discussions of Psalm 77. Yeah. Looking back through history with the psalmist at the great power and mighty works of God, remembering those things, remembering that the tried and true advice Mm -hmm. is what is going to help us deal with our doubts, overcome the tempter, hang on to God, have courage, conviction, and confidence. I'm wondering what we'll be able to talk about today. Today. Today, we got to do those things. But first, we've got to read this psalm. And uh, what we have for our translation before us is the Holman Christian Standard Bible. Actually, I think now it's just the Christian Standard Bible, the Bible formerly known as the (laughs) Holman Christian Christian Standard Standard Bible. Bible. All right, Psalm 77. For the choir director, according to Jeduthun of Asaph, a psalm, I cry aloud to God, aloud to God, and he will hear me. In my day of trouble, I sought the Lord. My hands were lifted up all night long. I refused to be comforted. I think of God. I groan. I meditate. My spirit becomes weak. You have kept me from closing my eyes. I am troubled and cannot speak. I consider days of old, years long past. At night, I remember my music. I meditate in my heart, and my spirit ponders. Will the Lord reject forever? and never again show favor? Has his faithful love ceased forever? Is his promise at an end for all time? Has God forgotten to be gracious? Has he in anger withheld his compassion? So I say it is my sorrow that the right hand of the Most High has changed. I will remember the Lord's works. Yes, I will remember your ancient wonders. I will reflect on all you have done and meditate on your actions. God, your way is holy. What God is great like God? You are the God who works wonders. You revealed your strength among the peoples. With power you redeemed your people, the descendants of Jacob and Joseph. The waters saw you, God. The waters saw you. They trembled. Even the depths shook. The clouds poured down water. The storm clouds thundered. Your arrows flashed back and forth. The sound of your thunder was in the whirlwind. Lightning lit up the world. The earth shook and quaked. Your way went through the sea and your path through the great waters. But your footprints were unseen. You led your people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. As we've been reading these different translations, I mean, we've already admitted that there's some difficulties in this psalm. And I just, again, above my pay grade, but there's one that just keeps standing out. There's a, there's a particular verse that the differences are, are striking to me. So go ahead and read verse 10 again. Okay, so verse 10 from the CSB. So I say, it is my sorrow that the right hand of the Most High has changed. Yeah, yeah. so the ESV, then I said, I will appeal to this, to the years of the right hand of the Most High. And so the the... 
here's the thing. There seems to be like two different approaches, and this is one of the most difficult verses in the psalm. There's just a couple okay. of words that they're wondering, wait a minute, is it is it supposed to be going in this direction? You know, if if the handwriting was a little bit different, it would be this letter, so it would be this word, and, and so there's a struggle. Yeah. I think this is a great object lesson, okay. because as we've been reading through this, on the, on the one hand, um, it starts to bother me that there is this difference. And I know when people hear that there are some differences in manuscripts, there are some difficulties with some of the translations, they start to think that all our skeptical friends really have a good argument. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe they're right. Maybe it is just impossible to know what the Bible means. And maybe maybe there are all kinds of mistakes and that sort of thing. Well, here's a great object lesson, because here's a verse where there really is some struggle. Okay. And even different translators take a different approach. But by the time we're done... It does not change the meaning of the psalm. Right. What's happening here is some translators, as they look at verse 10, they, they see verse 10 almost as like the cap off of the first half of the psalm. Yes. Where we have the despair, the struggle, the doubt, and, and, and this kind of caps it off. This is where my despair and doubt is. I am in grief. I'm wounded. I'm afflicted because I think that God is acting differently than he did before. Mm-hmm. And then we move into a shift in verse 11. But what I'm going to do is remember the works of God. And that's where the confidence and the conviction comes from. There are other folks that are looking at those words in verse 10, and they think, you know what? I think maybe verse 10 actually is the hinge point. Mm-hmm. And it comes off very similar. So like the way, the way the ESV does it, it comes off very similar to that point in Psalm 73 when Asaph says, but I visited the sanctuary. Right. And right. So, so as they're looking at the, at the terms here in verse 10, they see 10 as the shift, and they translate it in a way that allows that. But, but no matter... No matter what they're doing with verse 10, we actually end up with the same thing. The first half of the psalm focused on self and memories, and it's causing me all kinds of doubt and, and despair, despair yeah. and, and, and my fears about God. But then I start thinking about God's deeds, mm-hmm. and that gives me conviction. I mean, the reality is whatever happens in verse 10 and with the struggles that are there, it doesn't change the meaning of the psalm. And again, I think that's a great object lesson for us. Yes, there are some difficulties. Yes, there are places, but but let's not allow the skeptics and the atheists to blow that up to be more than it is, mm-hmm. because when we find these kinds of things, they don't actually attack the veracity of Scripture. They just they just demonstrate that look the 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 the. What's the word I'm wanting to look at? The, the passing on of texts throughout Transmission. time. Transmission. Transmission. Yeah. I, yeah, that was that was the word I was trying to... Uh, transposition was the word that was coming to my mind. I was like, that's not the right no, word. That's not, not the it. right word. The transmission, yeah, talking about the transmission. Of, of text and documents mm-hmm. is, is going to have trouble. But man, when we actually look at what we have in our scripture, we realize there it's... It's so much smaller than all the trouble that all other ancient literature has. Yes. And and we really come out on top. I, I guess I just wanted to take some moments to show here's one of those places. Yes, let's be honest, a little bit of trouble, but let's also be honest that it is only a teeny tiny little bit. It's not like faith shattering, Bible changing, oh no, we can't figure out what this psalm means kind right. of trouble. No, I, so. I I think it's good to uh, review those um those issues from time to time because they really do just build our confidence all the more in our Bibles. You yeah. can read your Bible, you can trust your Bible. The Bible is the Word of God. Yes. So when we come to this portion of the Word of God in Psalm 77, uh, a neat, neat call out, verse 19. Uh, in all the water imagery mm-hmm. here that the psalm ends on, as Asaph or the psalmist begins to reflect upon God's mighty deeds and God's wonders. Uh, he goes to the water, and we spent some time 
illustrating the idea of imagery overlays on yesterday's episode. You took us back to transparencies. And, uh, yes, I was looking know, in long what, years past and remembering my own personal experiences. I, I guess that's the weakness of some of these newer technologies. I wonder how you wonder how you build that same kind of thing. You, you probably can do it with PowerPoint. I'm sure. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure. sure there's a Google Doc. There's probably an app for that. Isn't that probably, what we say now? <laughs> probably. Probably. But... Man, this is so cool in Psalm 77 and verse 19, this idea that God is walking, but the footprints are unseen. Man, I love that. I do too. That is so cool. I do too. It's just... That is a turn of phrase that is powerful. Yeah, yeah. Your way was through the sea, but your footprints were unseen. Mm -hmm. We didn't see it. We we didn't know what way you were going, but you were going away. You were going, yeah. So something fascinating. Now, I missed it. Do you mind pulling the CSB back out there and and tell me what it said in verse 13? You want 13 or 19? 13. You want 13. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, God, CSB 13, God, your way is holy. Okay. What God is great like God. Now, go back and read it in the New King James, verse 13 in New King James. Verse 13 in the New King James. Mm -hmm. This is why we need video so people could see truly how many Bibles are open (laughs) on a table at one time uh, because we don't just sit in front of a, a, a laptop screen. Verse 13, your way, O God, is in the sanctuary. Mm. Who is so great a God as our God? So this is another one of those places where there, there's that word, the word holy sometimes is referring to the holy place. It does, and, and yes. different And different translators take it here. So the ESV, the CSB, your way is holy, but, but the New King James, your way is in the sanctuary. Which I will tell you, that makes that connection back to Psalm 73. Mm-hmm. It, it's almost it kind of leads you there yeah, when you when you take holy that way. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So here's the thing: what, what we sometimes so I love verse 19. Verse 19 is the really really cool picture, but I think we need to remember it actually builds off of verse 13 because mm. the first time he's brought up the way, it's either your way is holy or it might even be your way is in the sanctuary. In the sanctuary. Wow, that's so amazing! I need to be in the sanctuary. And again, wow. tied back to Psalm 73, I the sanctuary is holy. It's wonderful. It's I almost great, slipped. It's the great place till to be. I went to the sanctuary, and that's where God's way is. Mm-hmm. But then, when we get to the end of the psalm, well, except for to get to the sanctuary, we had to go through the sea mm. to get to the sing. Your way, O oh Lord, it it is in the sanctuary, and it gets to the sanctuary, and it is holy. But sometimes it's really hard. <laughs> it yeah, you know, it's hard. I. The other thing I take from this imagery in verse 19 about I don't see the footsteps, the footsteps are unseen, mm-hmm. is I, I have to be humble and say I don't I don't always see explicitly. You know, we walk by faith and not by sight. Yeah. It doesn't mean he's not there. It doesn't mean he's not walking. It doesn't mean he's not working. Yeah. It just means I don't see it. I don't see it, but it is happening. <laughs> it, it is, is happening. happening. Put ourselves in the shoes of the Israelites as they got to the edge of the Red Sea. Mm-hmm. You know, they're kind of like, there's a, it's like a triangle. And on one side of the triangle is this impenetrable wilderness, or at least, you know, for a group of people with babies and children and flocks and herds, they were not going to get through that wilderness. Mm-hmm. And then on the other side is Pharaoh's army, And then on the third side is the Red Sea, and they're looking for God's way. They're looking for God's path, and they can't see it until God opens up the Red Sea, and he leads them on his path. But even then, there's not the footprints of God. No, I, you know, and I, I read that um, again in Exodus 14, and I'm struck by Moses is told to tell the people, start walking towards the water. Yeah. 
<laughs> here it comes. Here it, here it comes. comes. Here it Start comes. walking towards the water. So we've also talked about in this psalm looking back through history, mm-hmm. and what Asaph is doing is looking back through history, and we kind of the other day gave this picture of as if he's pulled up a telescope and it's just looking all through history and these different events on their mountain peaks. Yeah. So in Bullock's commentary, the, the Teach the Text series, he pulled out a quote from Ben-Hur. Now, I've never read Ben-Hur. But I haven't read it. But that's I, bad, isn't it? I've seen it. <laughs> see, I've not even seen it. Oh, it's it's classic. You got to see it. But apparently, there's a statement from Lou Wallace in this: When God walks the earth, His steps are often centuries apart. Whew, that's powerful. Yeah, and so it's the idea that look, God is working; He is acting, and. But right now, I may not be seeing the work as he as he interacts in the world. His steps mm-hmm. are often centuries apart, and especially when we wow. when we take a yeah. look at how often the psalmists look back through history, and it's oh yeah, we remember the Exodus, we remember the flood, we remember creation. <laughs> now we're talking about things that are truly centuries apart. Well, and, but and these it, things remind me God is working, and that is kind of one of the challenges. Maybe I guess the beauty of having the Bible all together. Look at this completed revelation. But man, you can turn a page and. It is 500 years later. Right. And it's easy to miss that. And we turn the page, like, oh, man, God's working here and it's working here and it's working here. Yeah. And so as we read our Bibles, it's like, mm. well, back in the Bible days, God was just doing obvious things all the time. All just the all time. the time. And actually, no, it just seems that way because it's on every page, but there's these huge swaths of time between there. <laughs> I mean, even in the book of Judges, right? There's still kind of 40 years, 60 year gaps going on. Yeah. That's someone's whole lifetime. Yeah. Never saw a judge. So real quick, I think we also have to make, (laughs) I think we have to, before we wrap up, this issue of the way of the Lord, let's not forget how Psalms began. Mm. The, the, The Psalter began with, you know, the two ways. Yeah. And he says, stay away from the way of the wicked. You need to stay in the way of the righteous. Sure enough. And this is it. And sometimes the way of the righteous goes through the sea. And it's not going to look easy, and it's not going to look pretty. In fact, the way of the wicked are over there saying, wait, wait, come over here. This is a nice way. It's a beautiful way. Look at how easy this way is. But the way of the Lord is holiness. Mm -hmm. The way of the Lord leads to a sanctuary, but often it does it through the sea. Mm -hmm. And so we need to remember that. Mm -hmm. Now it's time for us to wrap up today. Thanks for having this conversation with me. Let's think about the way of the Lord as we're walking today. And let's go ahead and have a prayer. Holy God, lead us in your way. Though it leads through the sea, We know that it is in holiness and it takes us to your sanctuary. We long to be with you forever. Hold on to us, Lord. We're going to hold on to you. We praise your name through your son, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna, Christ is captain of the mighty throne.